0: Happy almost Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend depending on when you're listening to this. If you are in the US obviously, um other parts of the world just happy week. I am hopping on here before we get super duper into the holiday weekend and um just wanted to get you this episode this week because it's so good and juicy and so important when we're talking about healing our hormones. And I actually had this conversation yesterday with um, my colleague, Marika, who works with me about you know how underlying trauma really does such a doozy on not just our hormones, but our gut, our liver health, I mean, everything, and particularly when we're talking autoimmunity. You know, you have to get at the, um, the the things that we've pushed down, right? Because we all have had to push down stuff at certain points in life, whether we were, you know, as a child and things happened to us or even as adults. And unfortunately, those things manifest as disease, particularly autoimmunity, right? It's like the body just doesn't start attacking itself for no good reason, right? And so you can do all of these sort of physical things, change your diet and take supplements. And all of that is so important for sure. But if you don't really get at that emotional peace component, that trauma component, then you're only going to get halfway there. You know, I mean, it just, it makes the biggest difference to really process and move out that trauma from your body. So we're talking a lot about that today with um, my guest Kelly and she just does you know explains it so beautifully and really talks about her process that she's created. So I'm excited for you to to hear that but before we jump in, just a couple of things, um, if you want to be the first to know about hormone breakthrough blueprint, some spots that are opening pre-launch this weekend. Yes, this weekend. And actually the email will go out on Friday about it. Then you need to get on the wait list. So just head over to christinegarvin.com. You go to the top of the page and you will see um, that you can sign up for the wait list there. So I can't tell you how excited I am about doing Hormone Breakthrough Blueprint this year. We've got incredible powerful guest experts like top of their field um i already have if you check out the hormone breakthrough blueprint page on my website we have four of them we're just um confirming the other two so we're gonna have six amazing guests i have reworked and redone a lot of um the written and audio information from last year's um you know a program and really tried to streamline it and make it even easier and more impactful so easier in terms of you know understanding i want you to understand as much as you possibly can about hormones without it feeling too overwhelming And we're just, it's going to be a super, super powerful, powerful program. And I'm so excited to lead it. Like I haven't been this excited about something in a long time. So if you want to be the first to know, as I mentioned, you know, the launch for this program is not actually going to happen until that first week of January. But if you are on this wait list, you're going to have a chance to get in early, grab a spot early, and you're also going to have a chance to grab a spot for a much reduced rate from what it is going to end up costing when it launches to the public. So again, go to my website, christinegarvin.com, go to the top. You can sign up there. And let me think, is there anything else? Oh, I just po- uh, published my holiday gift guide yesterday in case you are on my newsletter list and you missed that. So I know you have a zillion things coming at you right now in terms of Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and all those sales. Um, so, you know, I don't want to overwhelm you, but I did want to share because of how important, particularly cleaning up not just your diet, but the products that you use, you know, the, um, the things that you utilize in order to calm your nervous system all of that you know is so important for hormone health you know getting what we call xenoestrogens which are hormone disruptors out of your life as much as possible and that's not easy to do And so what I wanted to do was pull together a gift guide that helps you to do that, right? And some of these products can, you know, be a little bit on the pricier end during the year. And right now they're running some really great deals. So I think it's a great opportunity to stock up on some of these things, everything from skincare to, you know, cleaning products to um, the different food products that are Healthier, you know, with um, non-inflammatory oils and things like that. And there, I mean, we've k- kind of covered the gamut. So we've got sort of mind, body, spirit, emotions, food, and hormone offerings on that holiday gift guide so all you have to do is go to my website again ChristineGarvin.com. if you scroll down that um, page you'll see the latest blog post which is that Um, or you can you know um, that's probably the easiest but i'll also put it in the notes it's just so that you can direct link there and i think that's it so um i hope again that if you are celebrating thanksgiving this week that you actually have a beautiful connected with your family or friends or if you decide to be alone um you know to to really enjoy that and revel in that because that is beautiful too and if you aren't celebrating thanksgiving i hope that the rest of your week goes well and i hope that you Enjoy today's episode all about moving out that trauma. I'll see you next week. Hey there, and welcome to Hormonally Speaking. I'm your host, Christine Garvin, a functional health coach. Each week, I speak with an incredible guest expert on all things women's hormones. We're here to empower you to take back control of your body, health, and well being, and to learn about the latest in research and solutions when it comes to getting your hormones happy. No part of this podcast should be construed as medical advice, and we always recommend working with a professional practitioner to figure out what's best for your body. Now let's dive in with today's guest. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Hormonally Speaking. I am really pumped to chat with my guest today about a subject that you know, if you've listened to the podcast before, is very dear and near and dear to my heart, which is the underlying trauma that impacts our health, right? So, so many of us, I I have clients that will not even necessarily recognize that they have trauma, whether that's from their childhoods, whether that's what we call big T trauma or little T trauma. And really when you're doing kind of quote unquote, all the right things to help balance out your hormones and things aren't shifting and changing, a lot of times this is the missing component that we're overlooking or maybe are scared to step into, right? Because it certainly takes some commitment and some work to go through that. So we're gonna be talking all about that today with today's guest, who is Kelly Kristen, and she is a life and relationship coach, clinical hypnotherapist, best-selling author host of the worshiped woman podcast and creator of the ICE healing method. she was named one of the top female life coaches to look out for in 2021 by Yahoo. her specialty is in working with women who have been in toxic relationships to heal rise into their personal power and become a woman who thrives. you can find her at on IG at Miss Kelly Kristen. welcome Kelly.
1: Hi, thanks so much for having me ah,
0: so excited to talk about this stuff because you know, as I just mentioned, as we talked about right before we got on the podcast, this is such a um overlooked but also people are really kind of nervous to step into trauma, right. And whatever that looks like and can easily say, well, I've either I've worked on that or I don't really have any, you know, so can you sort of speak to how trauma impacts our hormones, our health and all these ways and what the differences between like little and big traumas look like?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I think it's important. everybody. (laughs) like everybody has trauma in, in some way, mm-hmm. like none of us get out of life unscathed. Sorry to say, it. Like yeah. even if you've had the most perfect, you know, perfect, beautiful upbringing and everything's been good because, you know, there's, sort of a misconception around trauma. Still, I think we're getting better at it, but the misconception is that all trauma is like that big T trauma. You know, we think about severe abuse. We think about something really bad happening, like these mm-hmm. overarching, terrible things happening. you got in a terrible car accident. You know, you had this upbringing where you were abused. That's big T trauma. And we can mm-hmm. all recognize that. However, trauma really is any time that you, your system Basically gets activated. So something happens. You get activated. You go into like a sympathetic fight or flight response in your nervous system. You have these overwhelming emotions. And then you are not actually supported within your own system or within whatever that system is around you to be able to resolve those emotions and have them come back down to like Mm. a safe and connected place inside of your nervous system. What ends up happening is we stop the emotion. We're in the height of it and we go, I can't handle this. So mm. I'm going to do something else, or I can't handle this. And, um, you know, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine, or whatever the yes, is that they have, <laughs> everything's fine. Right? Yeah. And, and what happens is that energy gets stuck in our bodies. That's trauma. Mm. That's trauma. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that definition of it, like, you know, I, I, Kind of wish sometimes maybe we had a different word for it because I think that, again, when we think of trauma, we think of something really big and huge, but it's really just the fact that you had this heightened response in your nervous system. You didn't know how to handle it. You weren't supported in a way that helped you to handle it. And so now you've got this stuck energy and emotions inside of your body. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really what it is. So that's why every single person uh, has that. Now, certainly there's people that, um, you know, have experienced really, really big traumatic issues. But I think of like, really how it affects our nervous system because everything goes back to the health of our nervous system. Mm-hmm. The health of our nervous system is our physical health, it's our emotional health, it's our mental health. Everything goes back to the nervous system. So really everything goes back to the trauma that we've experienced and how we have dealt with it or not dealt with it mm-hmm. and how we continue to deal with it or we don't. So if we're that type of person that's like no I don't have any trauma, everything's fine, but you you know have a lot of health issues, Right you know you're that type of person, I don't have any trauma, and everything's fine, but my hormones are completely out of whack, and I don't know why you know mm-hmm. I eat healthy, I do all of these things, I take care of myself, you know whatever, I have a great job, I have a great this, whatever it is, but you haven't done you know any of like the the nervous system maintenance work. that could be an issue like I think of our nervous system almost like if you can imagine a, a you know a cup of water, mm-hmm. and every time something happens we get a little bit more water in that cup. So maybe something big happens, you get a big chunk of water, but even in your whole life, something little happens, something little happens. And the water is just filling up, filling up, filling up. And we don't have any way to release that because we've never been taught these things. Mm. And it's not really common knowledge. Mm -hmm. Well, one day that cup is going to run us over. And then Mm -hmm. when that happens, that's where we get all of these issues in our system. You know, that's where we start to get the health issues. Like, even autoimmune disorders, right. the things that doctors say, Oh, there's no reason for this. And there's no care for this. Well, that's not exactly true. Right. But you know, it's really because our systems become overloaded. they become dysregulated. They're out of whack. And that's really kind of what's underlying everything. So it's yeah. a huge, huge topic.
0: Absolutely. And I'm, I like that some of the research is starting to catch up, particularly with autoimmunity, right, where they're mm-hmm. finding, you know, 70%, 80% of people that do have autoimmunity have, you know, definitive trauma that they can connect to in their childhood. And because like you said, it doesn't, these things don't come out of the blue. Our body's not here to Mm -hmm. attack us, right? It is a response to what's held in our system. And I was thinking about when you talked about, you know, when we get caught, like I even think about that as an adult where you get caught in your emotion because we have to kind of do that a lot in our lives, right? In our daily lives where we can't necessarily if we're at work or with our family in that moment, sort of see our way all the way through an emotion, right? So we kind of push mm-hmm. it down. And um, so it just kind of keeps, like you said, building on that water that was already in that cup, right? And and it's like, right. we really have to learn um, a different way and to be able to catch ourselves in the act, right, T- to make those changes. So right. Can you speak to your story? And because I know that you have dealt with autoimmune illness and kind of how you found your way on this path.
1: Yeah. So I, I definitely, what, what you just said about there's an, a reason that we have these autoimmune <laughs> issues, mm-hmm. right? So I guess at this point it was probably about eight, eight years ago, I had just left a very traumatic and abusive relationship. And at the time I was like, okay, I'm, I'm free. I'm just going to go on and live my life and everything's going to be fine. Like, I'm so glad I'm out of that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then very quickly it was like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. you're not fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And my body started freaking out. And so I had, you know, rapid weight gain, like I gained 25 pounds in maybe like a month or two something Mm -hmm. crazy. And I had always been pretty healthy person, you know, athletic, always my whole life. And, you know, my hair was falling out. I was having night terrors. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep at night. You know, I was like, just, it was, it was just one thing after the next, after the next. And it was just really, really trying for me. And I'm like, okay, let me go to the doctor and get everything checked out. So of course I go get my hormones done. Then I get all this stuff done and I'm going in and I'm seeing all like the typical doctors and everything. And it turns out, okay, I have two autoimmune disorders. They they tagged me with um, thyroid and also PCOS mm. and basically said, here you go. You're going to have to be on these seven medications for the rest of your life. You're mm. going to be overweight forever. You know, don't ever think about having a baby, like all of these things that they tell you, Oh, Oh, and you're depressed. Like <laughs> I mean, it was just the craziest <laughs> thing. And I'm sitting there at the time I'm, I'm in my twenties and I'm looking mm. at this doctor and I just said, no,
0: Mm, no mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. this is
1: crazy mm-hmm. like look at what you're trying to prescribe me right now yeah. now to back up a little bit I I was a nurse previously so I had a, ver- a lot of knowledge around you know exactly what they were prescribing mm-hmm. exactly what they were saying to me mm-hmm. and in that moment it was everything my body was just saying you know this has nothing to do with that
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you know there's something else under here mm-hmm. and so I just said no I'm not doing it And I really, from that point, said, I'm going to figure out how to actually heal this. Excuse me. I don't want to have a Band-Aid over what's going on. I want to actually heal what's happening. So... I actually went into health coaching because I was like, you know what? I've got to heal my gut. I've got to heal, you know, I've got to get my diet right. I've got to do all these things because I definitely had, you know, severe leaky gut issues Mm. and all of these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went to health coaching school. I did all this stuff and it was actually within my health coaching program that they were like, well, you know, the foods that you eat are important obviously, but our primary foods are, you know, your relationships and you know what you're doing in your everyday life and all of these things. And I thought, Oh man, <laughs> well, <laughs> like my primary foods have been pretty, pretty messed up. Uh-huh. But in, at that point in my life, I really wasn't in the place where I was ready to touch that mm-hmm. that trauma that I had been through. Mm-hmm. And, The healing of the gut and the healing of the foods, you know, it was doing well for me, you know, I was, I was definitely having some positive benefits from that. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting really into the subconscious mind and how the subconscious mind works. I started realizing, you know, the power of our thoughts and the power of our beliefs. And I was really also, you know, it was like a parallel thing that was happening. I was trying to heal my body, but also figure out how was it that I ended up in this kind of relationship that I was in? How did I end up this kind of person? Mm -hmm. You know, it was just this really, really massive amount of self-discovery for me. So once I started going down the subconscious, Mind rabbit hole. And I was like, okay, I'm going to become a hypnotherapist and I'm going to, you know, do LP and I'm going to do second. And I started doing more and more and more and learning more and more and more. And it's still, everything led me deeper and led me deeper and led me deeper. And while I was healing and everything, it wasn't until I got to the place where I started healing the trauma Mm. that actually my body was able to fully heal Mm -hmm. to the point. Like I don't have those autoimmune disorders anymore. Like they Mm -hmm. don't show my hormones are fine. Everything's fine. I'm at a healthy weight. My Mm -hmm. body feels good. I feel good. My hair looks good again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All of Mm -hmm. these things, my body was able to heal when it was really all of it. And now I will tell you this this is interesting as well. When I first started, you know, the gut healing journey and everything, of course I'm having no gluten, no dairy, very minimal sugar, like all of these things that you do. And now I'm able to eat absolutely anything I want.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: of course mm-hmm. I don't like eat, you know, I right. just, I I a healthy person I don't like eat a bunch of junk food all day long because that just wouldn't make me feel good. Everything's about yeah. how I feel. Yeah. But I can eat absolutely anything I want. And my body is fine. I don't Mm -hmm. have the reactions that I had because I was able to go to that deeper level with healing of like really the trauma we're talking about, again, healing the trauma, it's healing of the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And once you can do that, and once you can get to that level, I mean, everything else kind of cascades from there. Right. So,
0: right. Well, and, you know, I say a lot to my clients, you know, if, um, we lived <laughs> throughout much of history, you know, if you sort of lived in, a, a let's say, not the poorest of, of lifestyles, that you could probably eat anything because the level of things that are causing trauma to our body are so much higher now, you know, but really mm-hmm. this state of constant stress that, you know, all of my clients that come to me are under so many women that I talk to. And, you know, like you said, it goes back to this nervous system. And really, you know, I talk a lot about the brain and the hypothalamus and pituitary glands, and they are the masters of our endocrine system, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're talking thyroid issues with so many women have, you know, you got to go back to the brain. If you're talking cortisol issues, you know, or stress hormone, you got to go back to the brain. If you're talking Ovary issues, you got to go back to the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like again and again, our brain is going to take all these things in as these stressful situations that we're having to, like you talked about earlier, fight or flight, be in that kind of constantly. And so it's going to focus on that cortisol output. And then, you know, eventually it has a mechanism that it'll bring that cortisol down. And so here we are with underlying trauma that we're not looking at and that's keeping us stuck in mm-hmm. that state right and that's where I think so many women you know even they're like okay I've started to do my 10 minute meditation a day you know that kind of thing and they're like it's still not changing things enough and I'm like yeah because you're still your subconscious this whole thing is going on underneath here keeping you stuck in that state
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah.
0: Do you want to speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I think that most people don't realize is that we get addicted to emotional states, Mm. just like you can get addicted to anything else. And so if you are somebody... Especially women, like, I think we've had a particularly tough time because now, as women, we're expected to do so much mm-hmm. in our society. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we're the boss babes and we're, yep. we're those super moms <laughs> yep. and like all of this stuff. your gotcha side I mean, hustles.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: And if you all think about that energy all of the time, yes. that's just like, that's you're on all of the time. You're on and you're going and you're going and you're going and you're going. And that's completely that fight or flight response all of the time. Mm -hmm. And you can Mm -hmm. only burn that for so long before your body goes, no, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Like, why do you think burnout is such a huge issue? Yeah, Because as women, you know, we're really, we're not built for that. Like men, men are like, there are differences between men and women hormonally. Yes, You know, we are not built to be on all of the time, every single day, show up the same way. That's just not how our hormones are. Right. So you can meditate for 10 minutes a day, but if, you know, the other 23 hours and 50 minutes of the day, you're going here, you're doing this. You got to get this done. You got to get this. And it's just pressure, pressure, pressure all day long. Well, that 10 minutes, is not really going to do very much. Right.
0: right? right. And that 10 and minutes so, has often been this other thing to add to the list to get done too. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And if the whole time during the 10 minutes, you're like, when is this over? When is this over? When is this over? <laughs> And yeah, I get I, it because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there for sure. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's a whole new way to learn to live really mm. when and this is, we have to get off like the roller coaster of the the emotional roller coaster that a lot of us are on. Mm-hmm. You know, and my my practice and who I help people with are relationships. Because relationships are really so important. I don't care. Like you Mm. can have the most perfect diet in the world. You can be doing everything right. But I promise you, promise you, if you come home to a toxic relationship and your body is in a state of, I'm afraid of this person on some level, Mm. like not consciously, but subconsciously, like on a neuroception level, which means we don't even process it. Our nervous system just picks up that this person is unsafe for me. Mm. You're in an unsafe environment. I do not care how perfect everything else is. You are not going to be well. Like you mm-hmm. might be well for a certain amount of time, right. but there's only so much that your body can take. And this is why like we have these issues. You think about the pandemic and you think about all the people that were tapped into like the news constantly. And it's just fear, 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 yeah. fear constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, it's no wonder that now that all these people are having all of these issues Absolutely. because yeah. our body is not meant to be in a perpetual state of fear. Right. You know, right. so really so much of it has to come down to like, what are you consciously doing? choosing for yourself mm-hmm. and the people that have really, really been in the state of the perpetual chaos in that, like, you know, those heightened emotions our whole life. I will tell you, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work to, you know, get, get into a place where you can actually be in your body mm-hmm. because the times that we are really activated, the times where we're in that sympathetic response, we're completely in our head. We're not in our body at all. And this is actually how we survive. Because if you think about it, if in my, environment I'm perceiving a threat well I have to be tuned into that threat I have to know what it's doing I have to be predicting I have to that's the only thing my brain can focus on Mm -hmm. and my brain is like full supercharged power well that doesn't allow me to be in my body Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and when I'm not in my body I'm losing so much of the wisdom of like what is actually going on You know, so many people that are stuck on that emotional roller coaster and in that emotional chaos, they don't even realize they're there because they're not in touch with their body. You know, if you ask them, how are you actually feeling? They have no idea. They're like, I don't know. Like, what what is feeling? Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Right. And then if you get into the place where you do have a quiet moment or something like that, well, most of the time, those people that don't know how to be with themselves and be in their body, they are you know, the people that are going, though, having, you know, you sit down in the meditation and you have the overthinking thoughts constantly, right? You get on your phone, you start scrolling, you start shopping aimlessly. Maybe you're drinking. I don't know whatever it is that you're doing, but you're doing pretty much. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. doing anything to not be in your body and to be present with what's real.
0: Yeah, And
1: that's really like where that healing work and the practice is, is getting back into your body because that's, That's where everything stems from, you know, our mind it's great, but you can do so much more with the wisdom of your body.
0: Absolutely. And I just have a little story that happened with me the other day. And, you know, I just want to point out to everybody that's listening. I've been working on this for years and I still go into let me push this away and keep moving forward. Right. Like that's Mm -hmm. part of my MO. And so I really have to catch myself, you know? And um, so I, as anybody who's listened to the podcast for a while knows that I had a fibroid that led to a dramatic um, almost, you know, I almost died from fibroid removal surgery and, um, so everything around, if I ever feel sort of any pains in my uterus at this point, I like freak out, you know, um, I mean, it's getting better, but it's still, I'm very aware of that. And, you know, sometimes I, that's where I'll start to run, right. Because there's PTSD from everything that the fibroid represents and the, the trauma mm-hmm. surgeries and everything, but you know, I sat there and I I stopped myself. I was starting to do something and then I stopped. I said, I'm just going to sit down and literally put my hand over top of my uterus and just listen, right? I just wanted to hear what the message was. And, you know, in that moment, it was what came to me was loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. And that is definitely something that I have run from, a feeling I've run from so many times in my life. And I think many of us do, right? We don't want to feel loneliness, even though that is part of being human, you know, and that's, we, we can fill up all this time now, right? We can get on our phones, we can do this. Like, we don't have that quietness where we necessarily have to sink into that, but the sinking into that, guess what? That pain was gone. You know, it's literally, it just wanted to express this message to me, you know? And I was like, oh yes, like I have to remember this every time this comes up, you know, any of these pains come up, there's a message to, to tell us if we sit there and listen.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's so important and specifically what you're talking about, like fibroids and our Mm -hmm. uterus and like women, women, we hold a lot of the trauma we've been through In our hips, you know, in our womb space, Mm -hmm. that's where so much of the trauma actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, there's many reasons for that. But, you know, one of the primary reasons is that's where our root chakra is. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the chakra system and your root chakra, that's like safety. And you think about women and how often we'd feel unsafe in our society, even Mm -hmm. if, again, even if you are a person that hasn't been through a huge amount of trauma or whatever, and that's your perception that's fine. But, you know, just a woman walking down the street by herself in a city you have to be on, on Absolutely. alert you know you time, just yeah. have to mm-hmm. and so you think about those kinds of things and you think about why is it that so many women have fibroids or cysts or all of these you know endometriosis like mm-hmm. pcos all of these issues all of the time why is it so common you know and of course yes there's something to say about The things that they put in our foods. There's something to say about all the chemicals we interact Mm -hmm. with. Like, yes, sure, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. and and a big reason why that affects us is because of the trauma that is stored there. Yeah, you know, because if you think about your system as an overall if you really were, you know, taking care of your emotions, you were mm-hmm. taking care of your nervous system and you had practices to help you release the emotions on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Well, you would actually be able to handle a lot more of like the other toxic stuff and your body would be able to process it because it has space to do that. Yes. Right. So that's mm-hmm. why it's like, it really all does go together. It's not like one thing is the cause it's everything that is yeah. the cause. Yes. Um, but, but really the maintenance of the nervous system, what I love about you know, even bringing this up is that everybody can do that.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: everybody can learn how to sit with their emotions. Everybody can learn how to ground into the space that you're in, how to, um, you know, when you feel yourself going in that response, like you were talking about, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I want to run from this. Mm -hmm. Well, actually becoming aware of that. Oh, here's that pattern. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me actually intentionally break this pattern. Let me sit with it. Let me just be with it. Let me know, like, tell myself it's okay. Yeah. You know, like Absolutely. loneliness, that's an okay feeling. Mm-hmm. Sadness. That's okay. I feel sad. Okay, great. Let me just yep. allow myself to feel this instead of going, how, how do I not feel sad right now?
0: Right. Exactly. You know, like many
1: women come to be like, you know, obviously coming out of these toxic relationships and they're like, Kelly, you know, how do I get over this right now? Like, yes. I just want to feel better right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, like, I hate to break luck. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you actually have to feel what's going on. You actually have to feel what's going on. You actually have to be with your sadness. You have to be with all of these emotions, not to dwell in them, right? Right? Because I think that that's the fear. And gosh, I know so many people that you know, you clients of mine, I'm like, okay, we need to go into this emotion. And it's like, they want to come up with every excuse or reason as to why this is not, you know, oh, I don't want to get stuck in this, or I don't yeah. want to do this. Or I want, you know, before, cause I was depressed. Yes. Well, you were depressed yes. before because you actually weren't allowing yourself to feel the emotion. Depression is really what happens when your nervous system has been so overworked for so long. Mm-hmm. And basically you go into a freeze state and you're disconnected mm-hmm. from yourself. You're disconnected from. Life, you're disconnected from everything, and now you feel depressed.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that's you know that's because you haven't allowed yourself to feel and process these emotions. Yeah. So really, the feeling and the processing thing is the antithesis of depression. Yeah. But we don't allow ourselves to go there because of the fear and the stories that we make things mean. Yeah. And you know, even if you're feeling the emotion, like for you, Christine, if you had gone into that loneliness feeling that you were feeling, and you had a whole story about how oh my gosh, you were lonely and you're always going to be lonely. And that was just it. And this is how you're always going to feel. Well, that feeling would have just kept persisting, persisting, Mm -hmm. persisting. Right. Mm -hmm. But you just, Mm -hmm. you let yourself feel it and you let yourself go. Oh, it's okay. Everyone yeah. feels this way. Sometimes this is a part of life. And your body was able to go, yeah, you're right. Let's
0: mm-hmm. Like,
1: let, let's let yeah. that go now. Yeah. And, and that's what, what actually lets it go is just being with it and not telling a story about what it means. And I think Absolutely. even if anybody listening to this, like if you did nothing else for the rest of your life, no healing work at all, but just said, oh, I'm actually going to intentionally listen to my emotions and let them be there and not make myself wrong and not make a story about it. I promise you, you will have positive effects on your life. So
0: good. So true. And as you were talking about, I was thinking about, you know, I think this is probably what a lot of women go into, maybe, especially if we dealt with depression when we were younger, right, particularly maybe teenage years, things like that, like I can think back to those hard teenage years and maybe early 20s, you know, Mm -hmm. and there I didn't have any tools. At that time, I didn't know how to process emotion. So, yes, it, it spiraled out because of the stories that were with it, right? And so, that simple, um, what you just said, you know, simple but not easy <laughs> mind right. flip, right? <laughs> to not go into the stories is what's so key, but also trusting yourself right? Trusting that at this point in your life that you can handle it in a different way because you do have some tools, even if you're just starting this work, you know, you have tools that you didn't maybe before, you know, and that really, yes, just like that breathing into your body takes you out of the head story space and allows your body, you know, to speak to you and, and It's, it's so funny because it feels like it should be a lot more complicated than that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's really not right. This is, you know, and I definitely want to talk about some of the more of the, you know, tools that you utilize, but yeah, I just, if, you know, people don't take anything else from this episode, taking that and just really practicing that, like you said, I think is it's life-changing, you know, and, and is mind-blowing when you actually allow it to occur.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, you know, nervous system, when you start to work with your nervous system and like do the maintenance work, like I'm talking about, it mm-hmm. can seem like a really big overwhelming thing. How am I going to do that? <laughs> and it's, and to your point, it's simple, not always easy, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's absolutely simple. It's literally just allowing yourself to be. Yeah. Allowing And and certainly there's different work that has to be done. Like if you're somebody who has never, ever felt safe in your life, because you just right. grew up in a totally chaotic household and you've just had chaos, chaos, chaos your whole life. We do have to sort of like build the engine of the car mm-hmm. to be able to feel mm-hmm. safe. Because if you get in a car and there's no engine, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got to build the engine a little bit of safety, yeah. but you know, it's not impossible to get there, but yeah. that's really you know, the main focus is getting to a place where you can feel safe because if you can feel safe and then you can process, well, now we're at the space where we're releasing. And Mm -hmm. that's really where the magic is.
0: Mm, Yes. So good. So what are some of the other approaches that you use with your clients to, you know, get them from point A to point B?
1: So I've developed my own healing method, which I call ICE, um, I-C-E, and it stands for the right information, subconscious change and embodiment. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is like the three pieces that we really need to transform. So you need a certain amount of information, Mm -hmm. right? Because obviously you need to know what's going on. Like if a health coaching client is coming to you or something, like, they need a certain amount of information about what's happening, Mm -hmm. right? People that come to me, they need a certain amount of information about relationships, about you know how uh, you know toxic relationships. Anything like you mm-hmm. need a certain amount of information, but I find most people get into information overload. So yes. this is why I call it the right information because mm-hmm. there's you don't need a ton. You don't mm-hmm. need to like read 800 books. You don't need to know every little thing about how the body works. You don't need to know every little thing about you know why I I talk a lot about in, in my practice about you know, people become obsessed with narcissists and mm, learning about yes. narcissists narcissist and learning yeah. about every little thing that they do and everything and all the reasons why. And I, they come to me and I'm like, throw all of that out the window yeah. because it actually doesn't matter. at <laughs> all. Oh, it right. doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, like you're learning all this information about somebody else. What about you? We need right. to heal you. It's right. not about them. Right. And so they come in information overload and they know all of these things, but nothing's changed. They're like, they don't mm-hmm. feel any better,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So it's mm-hmm. about the right information. Mm. And then- subconscious change so uh as i said i'm a hypnotherapist that's primarily where i do the subconscious change work Mm -hmm. because our beliefs are largely subconscious Mm -hmm. and what we believe inside is what we're going to see outside you know Mm -hmm. our beliefs are really what are is dictating our reality and you know, there is Bruce Lipton wrote a book many years ago called the biology of belief and our beliefs actually affect our DNA. Mm -hmm. Not only, you know, what we're seeing in our reality, but they affect our DNA, actually what's going on inside of our bodies. So belief change work is so important. Mm -hmm. Now for me, a lot of, you know, the belief change work we're doing is around being worthy, around being lovable. You think about relationships And you think about how so many relationships are set up as a way, it's a vehicle for, I mean, it shouldn't be this way, but it is this way, a vehicle for us to have to prove our worth, right? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. if I do this, 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 and this, then this person will love me because, you know, they'll deem me worthy and then I'll, then I'll be loved and I'll be in a relationship. And so when we have the belief inside of something like I'm not enough as I am, well, I'm going to constantly seek out partners that reinforce that belief. Because how your subconscious works is that it's always right. Whatever you believe mm-hmm. in your mind, you will see in your reality mm-hmm. because you want to be validated. You're not going to make yourself a liar. You're not going to make yourself wrong. So if inside your mind, the story is I'm not enough or nobody wants me, well, then you're going to be in relationships where that person constantly reflects to you that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to be in a relationship with somebody who really doesn't choose you or really doesn't makes you feel wanted you know, not because you're not worthy of that, but that's because that's who you were choosing based on your subconscious beliefs. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we've got to change what's happening in your subconscious. This is really imperative for everybody, because it's not just our relationships, although I think relationships are of the utmost importance in our life, just because of how many things they affect, but it's everything, you know, it's like how you're doing at work. It's your friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the quality of life that you're having is based off the beliefs of like what you even believe that you can have, what you believe is possible for you. All of these things are in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. Like we have a subconscious blueprint for just about everything, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So it's really, really important that we do the subconscious change work. And then the final piece is embodiment embodiment is where I I use this as kind of an umbrella term to say of the body Mm -hmm. the embodiment work is where we're actually doing the nervous system repair and release and building resiliency so Mm -hmm. you need all of those so you have to be able to release my favorite ways of releasing is really through breath work um And like full halotropic breath work where we're doing like 25 minute breathing sessions and really clearing out the energy of your body Mm. because breath work for me has been such a powerful, powerful practice. I personally been utilizing it for about seven years in my own healing journey, Mm. and I have never found anything more powerful to it's almost like a nervous system reset mm-hmm. where you're clearing out the old and then you're building capacity for more because, mm. you know, as we were talking about like that cup filling up and running over, well, how do we release right. breath work is a way that we can kind of clear some of that old stuff out. Nice. And what's nice about this and very different from like a traditional therapy route or something is like, you don't have to sit there and talk about what happened to you right. to release it out of your body. Right. And I think that, you know, there's even a lot of studies that show that it's not helpful to go to therapy and talk about what happened to over you and, and talk yeah. about all the bad mm-hmm. stuff, because that is like reinforcing it. And then you're actually locking it further in your body because yeah. as you're telling these stories, you're usually feeling those feelings. And now you're reinforcing it over and over and over again. Yeah. Something like breathwork can absolutely help us clear it out so that we don't have to, talk about it anymore, but we actually just feel better. We feel lighter, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there's more directed forms. So obviously that's not going to be like a catch-all for everything, right? So I do also somatic experiencing mm-hmm. where we go to the actual root of a feeling, an issue that you've had, this repetitive trigger that you've had in your life. And we work through it from the beginning, mm-hmm. you allow yourself to process what you couldn't process. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is really powerful because now you're getting your body out of that loop,
0: Absolutely. right? You're getting yeah. your body,
1: you know, when we've been through things that are traumatic, we have repetition compulsion where essentially our, our system wants to work out of it, yeah. right? They want, it wants to work out of it, but it it just puts us in situations over and over and over again to be able to bring the trauma to completion. But if we don't have the tools to bring it to completion, we end up just getting stuck in that trauma loop over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So when we go back to our original um, incident and we allow you to work through the emotions there in a place of safety, well, now you don't have to like Compulsively go back to that feeling anymore because your body's already processed it.
0: Right. Yeah. So I I am a huge fan of somatic therapy for everything that you just said. You know, it's like the issues are in our tissues. Right. (laughs) And so it's like we got to process that out. And I can imagine, you know, yet pairing that with the breath work um, and then hypnotherapy. Yeah. I can see how that's like such a beautiful, you know, uh, process to bring all of that together and, and really take people to the next level. So that's super cool. And one thing I was thinking about when you were talking about the right information, you know, this isn't exactly the same as you were saying, because what you were talking about was, you know, worrying about sort of other people narcissism and being sociopaths and things like that. But, um, although I love them, things like the Enneagram and these different personality typing tests, right? People can get really caught up in that too, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm just learning all this information, all this information, but like you're not getting anywhere with it, right? You're not moving forward with it. The purpose is to sort of understand that so that you can evolve, not so that you're just like, well, I'm a four, so this is what I right. do, you know?
1: Right. Or putting yourself inside of this box. Yeah. You know, I feel the same way about, you know, even things like attachment theory, which mm-hmm. I think is useful mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. However, people are like coming to me, they're like, I'm anxiously attached and mm-hmm. this is how it is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, do you want to be that? Right. No. Okay, well then stop saying that and stop like enforcing it. <laughs> right. That this right. is how you are and this is how it's gonna be. Right. Like things can be useful and you can learn but anything that you're saying, this is who I am, right. this is me. This is it. Right. I'd really be cautious with that I because agree. it's like putting yourself into the box and saying, like, oh, you know, you might have tendencies to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. We all do. Mm-hmm, right. But mm-hmm. to say, this is like, this is the box that I fit in, it's so limiting. Mm-hmm. And why I don't, we, ha- I don't know why we have this tendency. I think it has to do with like, we need an identity to yeah. identify ourselves as. Yeah. But when you really come to a place of like deeper understanding that your identity is always changing and it's really right. what you choose for yourself, that's a much more powerful place to be right. rather than oh I'm a I'm a four and I'm you know avoidant and yeah. <laughs> I'm this and I'm that you yes. know. And, and again, all these tools are useful. Like I love astrology. I just yes. think it's so fun. I, I, I love it. It's like <laughs> yeah. a little side hobby of mine, yeah. but I'm not like, oh my gosh, Mercury retrograde is here and I can't do this and I can't do that. And I can't, you know, because right. it's like, why it's not that serious. Right. You know, Right.
0: Absolutely. It's, it is so limiting. And again, a lot of that is, um, kind of a little bit <laughs> not to, you know, offend anybody, but a little bit of mental masturbation is what we can get into with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so again, we're here, we are stuck in our heads versus getting into our bodies. Um, and I definitely think there's a lot of great information that we can learn from that, but then like, okay, how are you using that information to change rather than to stay the same? Cause you're not happy being avoidant or what have you, you know? So, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you think uh,
1: about the amount of information, if, if information was going to heal you, we would all, we would every person would be like perfect, ago, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> right. As soon as we the internet be, took off. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. But we, we don't have an information is issue. We have yeah. an integration issue yes, and the yes. integration can only happen in your body. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen in your mind because, you know, you think about this, you can read a book about swimming mm-hmm. and you can, you know, understand how to swim mm-hmm. from this book but do you know how to swim? Mm -mm. If you Mm. get in that water and try it, it's going to be a very, very different thing, but that's what we do. You know, there's, I don't know how many personal development, self-help books there are out in the world. I mean, millions at this point, probably. And you can read all of those books, but if you're not integrating any of that into your body, it really doesn't matter. And so that that's really where I'm passionate about coming into the integration of it and actually changing what needs to change inside of our system so that you can, you know, what I call, you know, be a woman who thrives and a woman who thrives to me is a woman who has really high self-worth, who knows herself, who loves herself. And thrives in all areas, you know, Mm -hmm. not just in her relationships, but thrives just how much joy that she has, Mm -hmm. you know, because she's Mm -hmm. happy with where she is and who she is and what she has, you know, while working towards what she wants. Right? That's that's a really big aspect of it for me,
0: and it's so important right now in history, I believe, you know, for. Women to really deeply understand their self worth and all of the things that they can do, and the give and take, which has been so much give, 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 give as a woman <laughs> throughout history. Right. And yes, now it's yes. time to, you know, level that out. I'm not saying you can't give it all, because I know sometimes women are like, well, children, you know, of course, like. But there is a lot more taking in that needs to happen at this point, you know, to really, like you said earlier, for our systems to balance, you know, for our health to, to get better, because our bodies were not made to do that giving all the time in all these areas. And you're not going to get happiness. I think most women want to feel energy. Mm-hmm. And to feel happy, right? Those are kind of the two biggest things, right? I mean, there's lots of other things that they may think that they want, but those are kind of the overarching things. And as like, you're not going to get that from all this giving all the time, you know, right. and so it's like that create like that deeper sense of connecting to your self-worth that's going to say, oh, it's okay for me to take in and it's necessary yes. for me to take in, you know, and, and so, yeah, I just feel like we are in this time to really shift things for the future of women too, by doing this work ourselves.
1: Absolutely. I Mm -hmm. think healing and doing this work for yourself is the greatest gift. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to the women out there that feel like, oh, I don't have the time or it's selfish for me to work on myself or whatever think about how different you are when you give because of a place of I'm so full, I'm Mm -hmm. so full and I have so much to give versus Mm -hmm. I'm so empty and I'm going to run myself dry.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are
1: two completely different energies. Mm -hmm. And it's really actually selfish to give from the place where you are so dry. Mm
0: -hmm. That's
1: actually selfish. Like, because now look at what you continue to create in your family lines. Look at the energy you continue to create in the world.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. What's not selfish is doing the work to be that woman that has high self-worth to know what you deserve to stand in your power Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And then the ripple effect that that creates out into the world. Mm -hmm. That's massive. Absolutely.
0: And you're teaching your children that too, you know, not just the girls, but the boys too. And you Mm -hmm. know, however your children identify, like you are showing that this is what is um is not only okay, but what is necessary, right? And so what part of the huge part of the issue has been generations have been taught this other thing. We've just continued to pass on this message of women giving, giving, giving for all of time, you know, and we over that now. Or <laughs> I'm like, it's time, it's time, right? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, this was such an amazing conversation. I know that some women listening to this are going to totally want to work with you. So tell them how they can get in touch.
1: Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm miss Kelly Kristen. It's Ms. Kelly Kristen. Um, you can find me on my website, which is Kelly Kristen um, Just hit me in the DMs. That's the best place to kind of start a conversation and see what I'm up to. And you work one-on-one with people. I work one-on-one. I do groups. I have hypnotherapy-based programs that you can just get into and start working on some of this yourself if you want to. Nice. Um, really, I think, you know, my my worthy woman workshop is where I have everyone start. It's like mm-hmm. a very low-cost workshop that's about increasing your self-worth and really, you know, hitting on the big wounds that we all have of mm-hmm. not being enough and healing that. Through hypnotherapy, mm-hmm. it's really powerful, mm-hmm, um, like it. and that—that's something that just I feel like every human needs. One hundred percent, yeah. You know, Especially really right now, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, recognizing the worth is not outside of you. Like, there's no yeah. magic man in the sky that's going to come down and go, "Now you're worthy, yeah. ding." It's just it exists. You have it already. It's really being able to tap that, tap into that. Yeah. And I also want to say too, like what you are talking about, I want the happiness, I want the energy. Mm-hmm. That also comes from inside you. The energy you want to feel is your own, not someone else's. The happiness you want to feel is your own, not someone else's. Mm -hmm. You actually already have that within you. It's learning how to cultivate it. And Mm -hmm. that's what really, really is, you know, your own energy heals you. Your own love heals you. It's you. And it's such Mm -hmm. a powerful thing. It's not outside of you. So that's what I want to leave everybody I'm like I love it
0: goosebumps so good you know <laughs> ah, well I so appreciate this conversation with you today it was so so good and I know a lot of the listeners are going to get so much out of it so appreciate. thank you so
1: much for having me it's been a pleasure to
0: absolutely okay you guys I will see you next time